Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is the Thursday, December 30th edition of the show. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. Chris is feeling a little under the weather today, uh, so we are going to knock out some bowl games. I'm going to dive through, uh, really, uh, let, let's let's say six. I'm going to go on and give the playoff games just in case Chris is still feeling bad tomorrow. Uh, but if he's not, obviously, we will get his opinion on those games as well. Uh, and then we are going to try it again and see uh, for the Friday show if we can get his Saturday January 1st predictions. Uh, if not, obviously, I will be right back here knocking this thing out. You can always find me on the BetUS College Football Show. And, of course, we dive into much further detail on that show, uh, into all of these bowl games, the numbers behind them, et cetera, et cetera, which direction the professional handicapper, the analysts, and myself, Joe Schmo, the stooge, uh, would lean. So I'm going to tell you which direction I'm going on it. Uh, but, again... Bet U.S. College Football Show, there is a link in the description. You can go find more information there by clicking that link in the description. So, uh, the show, of course, brought to you every single time out by Bet U.S. It is America's premier online sports book. You can find more at BetUS.com. They are where the game begins. So, go and check out BetUS.com. Again, another link in the description. Go ahead and click that bad boy and they will get you taken care of. Lots of bonuses and whatnot this time of year. So, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into the Thursday 1230 uh, by 1230 December 30th games and we are going to start off with the first game on the docket and I don't have my times. Yes, I do. Alright. So, let's start off with the Dukes Mayo Bowl. North Carolina facing off against South Carolina. And there are not a lot of things that point 
to the side of South Carolina. Jason Brown, the quarterback uh, that led them, you know, to bowl eligibility late in the season, he is transferring, so it doesn't appear that he is going to be playing in this game. Definitely not a good thing. Definitely. Uh, no idea who's going to suit up. I would imagine Zeb Nolan, but there was talk that he could be out for the rest of the season, so who knows? Who knows what South Carolina is going to be doing at the quarterback position? Luke Doty, I believe, was ruled out for the rest of the season. So, uh, who knows? How, how is South Carolina going to be able to score? On the other side, Sam Howell, the you know preseason Heisman favorite quarterback for North Carolina, who didn't exactly have an ideal year, he is going to be playing, along with all those running backs that had such a potent, potent rushing attack for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, the line right now is North Carolina minus nine and a half. And I think I'm going to take this anywhere under 10. I, I like North Carolina by two touchdowns here. I think they're fired up for this game. It's an 1130 a.m. Eastern time game on ESPN. Uh, this just certainly seems like a spot where North Carolina is going to be fired up. South Carolina, while they did have an incredibly successful season, I, I don't know what they're going to be able to do in this game to give them a shot to win. So I would expect that North Carolina finds a way to score uh, quite a few points in this one, especially in Sam Howell's potentially final game with the Tar Heels. Uh, Mac Brown has a way of getting his boys up for bowl games. The uh, bowl gifts on this, by the way, we do this for every one of the bowl games. A Hypervolt Go Massager. I don't know about giving the college kids uh, massagers, but either way, a shopping experience at Belk's South Park flagship store. Now it doesn't have a it doesn't have a total there, but uh, you know you you get to go shopping at Belk's and Belk's has got all kind of stuff. It's a fun department store. You got shoes and you got clothes and you got all kind of trinkets and toys and whatever else. So uh, yeah, so in Charlotte they are getting to go shopping, and I guess that's good. I suppose. So that's not the worst uh, bowl gifts that I have seen. But either way, I do like North Carolina to be able to cover the nine and a half there. Uh, again, this is just pick them. If you want my official plays, head over to the Bet US College Football Show, and we will go further in depth there. But this is the way that I'm leaning here is North Carolina minus nine and a half. Now we move on to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and this would be the Music City Bowl. Tennessee favored by six over Purdue. Let's go ahead and get the uh, the bowl gifts out of the way. So these are the ones that really drive me insane. This is at Nissan Stadium. It's Titan Stadium in Nashville. This is a gift suite. Really, a gift suite. This is what they get, and it's a bunch of different stuff, probably gift cards and different doodads, a jacket uh, from the bowl, et cetera, et cetera. I, I hate the gift suite. I really do. Just give them some good things if they're going to come play in your bowl game. Uh, Purdue will be out with uh, George Karloftis and uh, David Bell, uh, among maybe a couple of others, but who knows. Tennessee, Tyon Evans is transferring. He did not play much down the stretch, was dealing with an injury. Uh, Cade Mays, I believe, was just recently announced that he will not be playing in this game either, the offensive lineman. Uh this just seems like too many points. This line opened up Purdue as a three-point favorite. It switched all the way back to Tennessee as a six-point favorite. That's a nine-point swing. Now, we have seen this with Western Michigan and Nevada. The difference is that Nevada was losing almost their entire coaching staff, their NFL-caliber quarterback, a bunch of receivers, just a bunch of dudes, right? So it made sense that Western Michigan would then be favored, and they did. They stomped Nevada for sure. Purdue... At, 
they're not really losing anybody other than those two key guys, and you've still got your quarterback, Caden O'Connell. You've still got a bunch of other people. I kind of like Purdue in this spot. Purdue plus six seems like... Now, we have seen Purdue in the Music City Bowl before, and Auburn beat them to a pulp just a few years ago. Uh, Gus Malzahn had fired his offensive coordinator. He took over the play calling, and there was just a lot that went the direction of Auburn there. Uh, but I, I kind of like Purdue to cover the six here. I think it's going to be a tighter ball game than most would realize. Purdue has been really good this year. Really good. And one thing that they are certainly good at is throwing the football, and Tennessee is not very good at defending it. So I would expect that Purdue keeps this game close. It might even win the game outright, but Purdue plus six looks like a pretty good line to me. So that will move us to the 7 p.m. Eastern time game, the Peach Bowl on December 30th. It is Pitt taking on Michigan State, and the Spartans are a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. Interesting that the line has shifted like this because Pitt was favored early on when Kenny Pickett was still supposed to play. Now, he has opted out. The NFL running back Kenneth Walker III for Michigan State has opted out. Uh, But Michigan State has other options here. Uh, Jalen Naylor, the wide receiver, it appears that he is going to be back and playing. And and I kind of like Michigan State here, minus the two and a half. Uh, Michigan State's pass defense is their biggest weakness. And if Kenny Pickett was playing, obviously that changes things. But without Pickett, the backup quarterback, I think, only has 20 passes on the year. Uh, none in critical times. Pickett has been the guy, and he's been the guy for what seems like a decade at this point. So, uh, with that said, I kind of like Michigan State. I don't think that Kenneth Walker III was the only viable rushing option that they had, and Peyton Thorne at quarterback, I think he's going to be able to get some protection. Uh, I don't expect them to score a lot on Pitt, but I do think that Michigan State wins the game because I don't think that there's going to be a, a lot of scoring in this game. Pat Narduzzi with a quarterback that he doesn't trust, I expect a lot of running. From Pitt's side, I expect the same from Michigan State. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, and in a low-scoring game like this, I, I, typically I would go with the underdog, but I'm going to go with a more proven quarterback and uh, and more weapons. Uh, so give me Michigan State to cover the two and a half. The bowl gifts on this, by the way, uh, it's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. $400 MasterCard gift card by University Fan Cards. Kind of like that. Always like the gift cards with an actual total on it. Uh, Fossil Watch, a commemorative football. Now, the commemorative football makes sense. It's a Peach Bowl football, of course. You know, you get the bowl game football, whatever. It's much better than whatever these autograph footballs were that they were talking about uh, in some of these other bowl games. But either way, uh, a Fossil Watch, very nice. Very nice. I could get down with that. And the $400 gift card is always fun. You can spend it anywhere. I mean, a MasterCard gift card. They, they, They take MasterCard everywhere. So definitely good with that. The Peach Bowl should be... Somewhat entertaining, even if it is low scoring. Uh, but also, I mean, you never know what's going to happen with turnovers, etc. So I, I, I wouldn't expect uh, anything too crazy out of two defensive-minded head coaches here with Pat Narduzzi and Mel Tucker. Um, but I would expect a lot of running the football. Go with what you know. Go with what you trust. And that is the way that uh, that I would imagine this game goes. Next on the board, the last Thursday game, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, We have got the Las Vegas Bowl with Wisconsin as a six-point favorite over Arizona State. I'll go ahead and tell you uh, this is at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So, of course, obviously, good to see more football being played in Las Vegas. Allegiant Stadium is awesome. It is absolutely awesome. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun, but they are giving them a gift suite. This is SRS Distribution. 
I would I would expect them to up the ante a little bit as they go along uh, because I believe the SEC is moving into this game very, very soon. Uh, but a gift suite. You guys know how much I hate gift suites. It's just so stupid. Like, tell us what you're giving the guys. Come on. Give them something good. Give them something good. Uh, Arizona State is going to be without their top two running backs. Other than that, I don't see a lot of guys that are opting out for them. Uh, Wisconsin, kind of the same. I think Wisconsin wants to close out the year on a high mark here. Uh, Arizona State, I think it, it feels like they just want the year to be done with. I think that's the biggest thing. Wisconsin underwhelmed everybody this season. A lot of people expected them to win the Big Ten West. And getting trounced by Minnesota, uh, not exactly great. Not exactly what you would have expected out of the Badgers this season. Paul Christ, I think, wants Graham Mertz and that rushing attack to use this basically as a primer for 2022. Who knows what to expect out of Arizona State at this point. Uh, They still have multiple, multiple on-field coaches that are suspended uh, for quite some time. Administrative leave, I believe is what they call it. But this team, with their two best rushing options out, uh, the offensive line, I think, is still good, but, I mean, you're down to your third-string guy. I just don't expect them to be able to do a whole lot against Wisconsin, whose strength on defense is actually against the rush. That's that's the way that I'm taking this. I think Wisconsin wants this one more. I'm going to take them to cover the six here. Uh, but who, again, it's Vegas. Who knows? Like, I, I bet uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem like many of those guys that play for Wisconsin spend a whole lot of weekends in Vegas. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what Vegas does to them. Bowl games are a weird, weird, tricky, finicky beast. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving on from there, we move to the Friday slate. We will start off with, and these are two games that had to be kind of put together in the last week. Starting off, New Year's Eve, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, the Gator Bowl, Wake Forest taking on Rutgers, and Wake is favored by 15 points here. 15 points. 
Rutgers just got back to campus around Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, somewhere around there, so that they could actually come play this game. They are a 5-7 and seven team. They have not been great. They are good at stopping the rush, but what Wake Forest does not do very much is rush the football. I believe I heard a stat that Sam Hartman, the quarterback for Wake Forest, 70% of his passing yards are air yards. That is an incredible, incredible stat. I could not believe it when I heard it. Um... They have a really, really weird offense that it takes longer to prepare for than just, you know, six days or whatever it's been since the team got back together at Rutgers. They haven't played in a while. They haven't practiced. They're not really in game shape, I don't believe. But Rutgers wanted the opportunity. And while it's 15 points and you really want to give them an option there, uh, you know, obviously Rutgers... uh, I think would be pretty successful against the ACC if this were a typical situation. I think Rutgers just wanted the bowl trip, and I don't blame them. You get to go down to Jacksonville, hang out. I mean, in in New Jersey right now, it is it is cold. I don't imagine that Rutgers will be able to score many points on Wake Forest as bad as that Demon Deacons defense actually is. I think Wake Forest is going to be able to put up quite a bit of points on Rutgers. I think they want to close out the season the right way. They lost in the ACC championship game in a fashion that was not exactly what they wanted it to be playing against Pitt in a championship game. So I look for the offense to come back out, score a bunch of points here. I'm going to take Wake Forest to cover the 15. I know it's a lot of points, but I think Sam Hartman wants to go out on a big, big, big note. And uh, and Dave Clawson in that offense, uh, they, they should be able to be cooking, especially against uh, Rutgers. You know, Greg Schiano, a defensive guy, yes. And they have been good with their front seven stopping the rush. Again, Wake Forest doesn't run the football. So, uh, the bowl gifts on this, by the way, it's at TIAA Bank Stadium in Jacksonville. Uh, Maui Jim's sunglasses fitting, uh, fossil watch, waterproof Bluetooth speaker, noise-canceling headphones, a power bank, and a tile Bluetooth wireless tracker. These are all practical. These are all good. Uh, I like this. This is good. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, pretty good. I can get down with those bowl gifts. We move on to the 12 p.m. Eastern Time slate with the Sun Bowl. This one's going to be on CBS Washington State, a a 7.5-point favorite over Central Michigan. Central Michigan was supposed to be in the Arizona Bowl. Boise State had to back out of that one. Washington State was supposed to play against Miami. Miami had to back out of that. Obviously, you all know about the COVID protocols, all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, Central Michigan, by moving to this game, Their payout in the Arizona Bowl was $175,000. Their payout in this game is $2.3 million. Now that goes back to their conference to be distributed amongst the the conference members. But that's still a huge, huge uh, pay increase. That is a massive, massive proposition. And they're going from Albuquerque, New Mexico over to, um, I believe it's Albuquerque. Either way, they're, they're in... Nope, nope. There's somewhere in Arizona because obviously it was the Arizona Bowl. It's only a four-hour drive to El Paso, Texas. Let me say that, okay? Uh, I believe that Central Michigan is excited about this. This is the biggest bowl game that they have ever played in in the history of the football program. The Sun Bowl is a big-time traditional bowl. And no, they haven't had exactly great matchups recently. And El Paso, not you know exactly where people want to be spending uh, their bowl season. However, it is, or it can be warmer. It can be a lot of fun. There's a lot going on there. Again, bigger pay increase. You get to play a Power 5 school. 
Central Michigan has had success against Power 5 schools uh, this year as well. Daniel Richardson, the quarterback, I think will be able to have some success against Washington State. Uh, Jake Dickert is the interim head coach and now the head coach. They have had a fun year. Their running back, Max Borgie, is out for this one. Their backup running back is out. Their starting left tackle, dealing with an injury. He's not playing. Washington State, while they do want to end the season on a good note and whatnot, I don't know that they know exactly what to expect from Central Michigan. I think uh, Pimpleton and that bunch from Central Michigan are going to have a lot of fun in this ballgame, and I think they're going to be able to put up points. So I think 7.5 is too much. Central Michigan is a 7.5-point underdog. I will take the tips in this one to be able to handle uh, Washington State, and I think they could actually win the game. I really think they could. Uh, getting to the, the bowl gifts. Now let's talk about this. The, ah, here we go, a gift suite. <laughs> you guys know how I feel about that. A majestic pro-base fleece pullover. That's interesting. A timely watch, an OGO Excelsior backpack. That sounds fancy as hell. Uh, a baseball cap and a souvenir coin. So I, I can get down with this. Sun Bowl kind of goes out a little bit. So you toss in the gift suite along with some other cool stuff. Totally fine with that. That seems perfectly reasonable. I will uh, I will take that. That seems good. So, uh, again, I will go with Central Michigan to cover the 7.5. I like Daniel Richardson. I like what Jim McElwain has got going on there. Uh, Washington State, a lot of fun to pull for. This will be a fun game because it is two teams, one, that are a lot of fun to watch play already, but they're fun to root for. The stories behind both of them are really cool, uh, so this one's going to be very interesting to watch. Now... Let's dive into the playoff games. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you mine just in case Chris is not well enough to go for the Friday show. But uh, but let's go ahead and, and discuss. Let's go ahead and discuss. New Year's Eve, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the Cotton Bowl, the college football playoff semifinal, Cincinnati taking on Alabama, and the Tide are a 13.5-point favorite. Uh, the Cotton Bowl would not disclose publicly the gifts that they give to their teams. That is an interesting way of going about it. I will tell you that. So who knows what the bowl gifts are here. Um, I will go ahead and tell you the direction that I think that this game is going to go. I think Alabama is going to win. I think Cincinnati is going to cover. I think Cincinnati is a really, really good football team. What you saw from Alabama against Georgia is not the Alabama that you have seen all season. Now, did Alabama find a way to just flip a switch? Possibly. We've seen it from them before. We've seen it from other teams before. When they get into a crisis situation where it is win or go home, obviously Alabama has the players and the wherewithal to flip that switch and completely dominate players. I understand. Or completely dominate the other team. I get that. Cincinnati's a really good defensive football team. I think they'll be able to make Bryce Young uncomfortable. I don't know how the Alabama offensive line is going to work in this game. I don't think Georgia brought a ton of pressure because I don't think they felt like they had to manufacture it. I think they thought they could get pressure with four down linemen and the switch to the third string center for the Alabama offensive line, that obviously made a massive, massive change. So the Alabama offensive line played better against Georgia than they have really anybody else. I don't know that since he has the depth, I don't know that since he has... Uh, the strength in the trenches to be able to handle Alabama enough to win a ball game. I do think they can get in there 
and do just enough crazy stuff with Desmond Ritter at quarterback, with him running the ball, etc., they can find ways to get points and make Alabama uncomfortable both on offense and defense. Uh, the thing that I think is going to win the game for Alabama, I believe, will be their tight end play. Cameron Latu and Jaleel Billingsley, I think, are the two weapons that Cincinnati on defense does not have an answer for. Uh, obviously, everybody has talked about Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant, the defensive backs. I, I think they are going to be fine against Alabama's wideouts. I don't believe there's anybody in the middle of the field for Cincinnati that can handle Alabama's tight ends. And, of course, if you back off of the line of scrimmage, you give Brian Robinson the ball, they'll find a way to at least get some rushing yards. They're not going to be super successful because they haven't been all season. They're not a very good rushing offense. If You, you can just go look at the numbers. They hadn't been great. Uh, they cannot get third and one when they need third and one. Now, I don't know that that's the case against Cincinnati, but either way, I think since he has a chance to win this game, I really do. If you make Bryce Young, you get a couple of turnovers, and you really, really make this thing tight, I, you, <laughs> Cincy's got a chance to win. So I'm going to take Cincy plus 13.5 because it feels like it's just way too many points here. Uh, so I will certainly, certainly ride with the Bearcats on that. Now, we will close out today's shortened show with the Orange Bowl. Now, this one is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on New Year's Eve. And it is, of course, in Miami, Florida. It is uh, a college football playoff semifinal game. Georgia taking on Michigan. Georgia, the lower-ranked team, but is favored by 7.5 here. Uh, the, da, 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 the gifts for this game. It's in Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens. Uh, there is a gift suite, a Torno watch, and a commemorative football. Now, the gift suite, I would imagine, on this is pretty awesome. You guys know I don't like gift suites, but when you pair it with something cool, like a watch or whatever else, totally fine. Makes perfect sense to me. So, uh, with that said, let's talk about the actual game. I think that there is a world in which Michigan can actually throw the ball to win this ballgame. And I know that that sounds crazy, but Georgia has not faced a lot of really good passing attacks, and when you did see him face off against a pretty good quarterback in Bryce Young, he ate him alive. I don't expect Cade uh, McNamara to be able to do the same things that Bryce Young did. However, we are talking about one of the best offensive lines in college football, and it was voted the Joe Moore Award winner. That's the best offensive line in football. That's, that's what Michigan has going for it. I don't think that Jim Harbaugh and Josh Gaddis are going to be egotistical enough to just ram their heads against the wall over and over and over again. You cannot solely depend on the rushing attack against Georgia's defensive line. You can't do it. You're not going to be able to score. However, you can throw the ball a little bit, get some of those linebackers, Nicobe Dean, etc., to back off the line of scrimmage enough to open up a few holes here and there. If you can get your running backs out in the flat, if you can get them uh, in space, then yeah, you can use them that way as well. I think Cade McNamara could have a pretty big day, statistically. And and you won't even see it coming. That's how I think that this thing could go. I still think Stetson Bennett is good enough against Michigan to be able to get Georgia a win here. But I think it's going to be tight. I think this looks like a tight, tight ball game. I think the total on it is 45-46. Uh, with a low total like that, I mean, you're talking about a 24-21 type of ball game. That sounds right to me. That sounds right. It, and these two teams may not even get into the 20s. I think both of their head coaches, Jim Harbaugh and Kirby Smart, 
would be perfectly fine with a 17-14 to 14 ball game. I think that's what they strive for. I think that's what these teams are built for. I think in a tight game where there's not a lot of points, 7.5 is too much. So I will take the Wolverines to cover the 7.5. I do think Georgia wins, but I do like Michigan to cover here. So, uh, with that said, I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Hopefully, Chris will feel better tomorrow. This is a weird Thursday show. I am just back from visiting my in-laws. Hopefully, everybody has had a fun week, etc. But uh, but I am going to go ahead and get out of here because I have more things to do. So, hopefully, Chris is feeling better. And, uh, and we can knock out maybe some NFL picks, etc. before the weekend. Uh, you guys have been fantastic. Head over to BetUS.com. Head over to the BetUS College Football Show. There's links in the description for both of those. Go ahead and knock it out. Go to winningcureseverything.com. I certainly appreciate all of you, especially around the holidays. Uh, the site numbers have just been through the roof. Uh, the st- uh, uh, subscribers and whatnot have been awesome. You guys have been great. Thank you for doing that. Continue to subscribe, like the video, share it out, tell your friends about it, all that. I would certainly appreciate that. Now, with that said... Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully, all of you tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.